Hey everybody, it's your GM Griff here with another episode of the HLP. Before we get into this week's episode, I just want to make a quick announcement. At the end of September on Saturday, September 28th, we will be having an East Coast impromptu hideous laughter meetup. We would love if you East Coasters could come out and hang with us. We're going to be at the Kennett Brew Fest. It is about half an hour to 45 minutes outside of Philly. So you Jerseyites and Pennsylvanians, please, please, please consider coming out. If there's some of you in Delaware, I, I guess. Yeah, it's pretty close to Delaware too. So come out. It's a beer festival. My dad runs it and has been running it for almost as long as I've been alive. It's guaranteed to be a lot of fun and we'd love to see you there. But with that out of the way, welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 57. Oh, Ikmer, where art thou? Like liquor and things that go boo? Then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 57. Oh, boy. Oh boy, we're in a we're in a pickle. We're in a bit of a pickle. Um, Brooks, you can leave for the rest of the episode. I think. Probably. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, yeah, it's a it's a situation you're in. But before we get back to the action, I needs to know, Steve, what are you drinking, buddy? Good question, Griffin. Um, it's come to my attention that it's been a little while since I've done a Team Slurp episode, so. Audio oh, files fuck. out there. Go ahead and cover your ears. Skip ahead 30 seconds. You know how it rolls because it's Team Slurp episode. Griffin, that's a hams. Meaty. Meaty hams. Yeah. Does that hams come with a side of spams? No, just just joy. Was it as chunky as some of the drinks we drank on here? Because it sounded chunky. No, it was crisp, cool, clean, and refreshing with no added chunks. Where is it from? Hams. Where's that from? The land of sky blue waters. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's water. Stop it, you. You're just mad. I'm not. You got to drink something. That's right, I do. But we can save that till the end. Yeah, we'll save that to the end. But who we're not saving to the end is Haley. What are you drinking? Well, you and I are drinking the same thing, Griffin. We are, and... I, I venture to say that it's real good. I'm really enjoying it so far. Yeah, it was actually recommended to us by a Florida man on our Discord, or Andrew. What up, Andrew? Yeah. Uh, it's Viking Blood Mead. Viking Blood Mead. You heard it here first, folks. Actually, probably not. I think Viking Blood Mead is readily available, if not readily highly priced, but... Give it a go. How's it taste? Oh, uh, oh, it's good. It's it's mead. I love mead. Speaking of people who love mead and sometimes make mead, Emily, what you drinking? I have a Michigan farmhouse cider. 
Oh, see, she does that off mic. I try. Well, <laughs> it's not Slurp Queen. No, she's a gasoline queen who puts drinks on our pools. Why Good I man. was given that task, I have no idea. It's a thankless job. I think it's pretty obvious. I think you get ragged on the least on this podcast, and so we needed another reason to be able to rag on you so we could spread it around. So every time before we record, we all give Emily a little bit of shit for something that she told us five days ago was going to be on our drink <laughs> bowl. <laughs> we then had to drink. And we're like, this is horrible. I hate you. And she's like, I told you the ingredients that were in this. Five days ago, you agreed to have it on your poll. So, speaking of somebody who has just bitched for a little bit about what he's drinking, Brooks, what are you drinking, buddy? Oh, yeah. I'm complaining more about the the recipe, because no one in their right mind would ever drink this shit. And it is called the hair of the dog, which is six ounces of gin <laughs> and... Yeah, you heard that right, folks. Six. 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 One more than five ounces. <laughs> yes. Not, yeah. Not to be confused with one or two, uh, but uh, accompanying this six ounces of gin is a dash of lemon juice and hot sauce. Dude, that just sounds like shitty gin. It's pretty undoable. All right. Well, here goes. <sighs> yep. It's as bad as I thought it was going to be. How? How is that? How exactly is that hair of the dog? I mean, I, I get that hair of the dog is a drink you get, you drink in the morning to keep the hangover at bay. But like who in their right mind with a hangover is like, you know what? You know, what's going to save me. Six shots of gin, <laughs> yeah. some hot sauce, oh, some bit juice. I, I get the second two ingredients right because those kind of go into a Bloody Mary, right? There's yeah. lemon yeah. and hot sauce in there. Yeah, but there's but nothing then, else to cut. That. <laughs> exactly. I know it's weird as hell. Well, I think I have a theory, and this is only called hair of the dog because it can burn the hair off of a dog based on how <laughs> spicy it is. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> uh, that's gonna be. I mean that that's gotta be a terrible drink with the uh, with the beer shits of the second morning accompanying it. Well, I have to say, gross. it's a no. good thing I'm going to work tomorrow. <laughs> good thing, right, Haley? <laughs> Brooks, you've been in the bathroom for an hour. <laughs> what are you doing? I can work from the. I can bring my laptop. I'm working remotely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, can we uh, move on from this? Yes, we can. And where we're going to move is that everybody but Brooks is going to roll for the Patreon poll. Guys, before we roll, I'm rolling a D20, all right? And this is a D20 That's that right. for many weeks I have said was given to me by Abby at our Gen Con meetup. <laughs> I fucked up, guys. I got to come clean. She messaged me this week and said, dude, that's not my D20. <laughs> this Who was gave you that? This was given to me by listener of the show, Amanda, and I have a full set of dice and I've been crediting the wrong person for weeks. Wow. Dude, I mean, 
<laughs> weak script. We're we're generally a bunch of fuck ups on this show, but that that takes it to a new level. Yep. <laughs> I wanted these, I wanted these genuine reactions, so I didn't tell you before. You <laughs> so bad. You credited the wrong person for it's been more than a month. I've been cursing Abby's name with all these <laughs> terrible roles, and Abby's just like, I don't remember giving him those times. <laughs> like, what is he talking about? Yep. So, dude, uh, I remember you told me after the meetup, you were like so super excited. You're like, Yeah, and Abby gave me some dice. Yep. Well, I think I, I might not have remembered who gave me the dice, and I was seeking out that confirmation that it was Abby. I was expecting someone to be like, Nope, wasn't her. <laughs> and everyone was like, Yeah, that's yeah, cool. yeah, cool. Sounds about right. No yeah. one was there. All right, apologies to everybody. Well, maybe when you correctly name it, they won't roll so shit for you. All right, Amanda. I got to roll high here. All right. Everybody roll. All right. I'll go first. Natural seven. Natural five. Eight. Fifteen. Son of yeah. a bitch. Oh, Steve. Yeah. Take it out of the running too first, fast. First time not going to the finals. This yeah. is awful. And it's all because you named the wrong person. It yeah. really is. <laughs> I'm Those not are g- double cursed, man. I deserved this. The first curse is being used by you. Uh, listeners, if you want screams of joy and adulation uh, following your name, give the dice to anybody else on the podcast because anybody. it doesn't matter what dice you give Steve. They're going to roll like crap. But second curse is that you fucked up for over a month. Nice. Yeah. I'm not good at this, guys. <laughs> You're not good at a lot. This is definitely one of those things. <laughs> I know. But I own my mistakes. At least you owned it. That was uh, g- good getting out in front of it before. Oh, wait. Everybody that was a part of that realized that you were wrong before you got out in front of it. Never mind. It's a PR move. Yeah, it was a PR move two weeks too late. <laughs> About eight weeks too late. <laughs> so, guys, I want to get back into this. And where we find ourselves, Matumbe, Lyra, and Eclipse have reached the second floor of Vorkstag and Grind's, formerly Vorkstag and Grind's Kimmick Works. You are in Vorkstag's room, and Eclipse had been searching around solo, maverick that she is, and found a cabinet. A cabinet in a closet in this room. Aptly put, it looked like something a serial killer would have. And when she opened it, it was full of disembodied skins. So that's where you are. And then Eclipse finds the seam on the back with a beefy, I think, 26 perception check. Finds a notch. The back of the cabinet slides open. And you found a bunch of items. What are you guys doing? So we basically immediately left off with reading the journal, correct? Or the ledger and getting some names. Yes, you started to read the ledger. This ledger reports several transactions. So it's reporting on transactions between Vorkstag and Grine and third parties. One of those third parties is Dr. Saloom, and the other is a man named Aaron Vrood. A man who these characters do not yet know. 
Dr. Saloom, this is a name we've heard before in our investigation, correct? Yes, I think this matches some of the charred papers we found at the asylum. And she was working there. This is a definitive link to this crime. This, along with the faces and the bodies we have, is great evidence against Vorkstag and Grine. This might be enough to set the beast free, but if we could get those chemic zombies to talk at the trial too, I think it could help our case. Absolutely. Um, one of the things we discussed was potentially finding the formula to their elixir. I think it's time we opened up that formula book we took off Workstag and see really what is in there. Yeah, I agree. We should look through the formula book. But I do want to say, if we don't find enough evidence to ensure that we won't go to jail for murdering an entire production facility, I don't want to go to court, nor do I want to stay in the city. So let's take a look at this book, but just know, if we don't feel confident, I'm not going to court. I, I can't... I can't fault you for that. Honestly, um, it looks like... Although we know we are not at fault here, this is not a pretty picture we are painting. Perhaps the, uh, the underground where Ikma is being kept will hide more information... I mean, we did break in. Killed everyone we saw. I took their heads. Well, And then we continued to go inside and then kill more people. But if Vorkstag and Grine were hiding their identity, they might not be who the town thinks that they were. We should check their bodies a little bit closer, too, before we leave. We don't know who's actually been working here. That could be enough to help get us off. That's a that's a good point, Lyra. We'll make sure we take their heads and bodies on the way out as well. So then let's open up this formula book and she'll plop it on the table and just open it up. Okay. So you begin to read. Does anybody have read magic? I I don't think I do. Uh your boy Matumbe does. No, so he doesn't he take stabilize. He doesn't what? take <laughs> yeah, it's what? Like magic. Lyra can also read magic. Okay, so <laughs> we'll say one of you. One You're of so you. useful, Matumbe. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to leaning back and drinking your chin. <laughs> oh, I have, a, I have a great time. Great time back here. <laughs> Yeah, the boys, the boys are getting off easy on these episodes. So I'll be able to chime in about five minutes of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, live studio audience, here I come. Can one of you kill off my character so I could sit back and drink gin for half an episode? We did our best. Uh, you want to trade? That, no. <laughs> so you begin to read through the book. You do see that it has the recipes for a bunch of extracts it has uh blur fire breath bomber's eye jump shield true strike bull's strength cure light wounds dark vision endure elements invisibility and spider climb so these are all extracts that vorkstag could prepare as an alchemist now things get a little muddy 
if you have one of those spells on your spell list, really this would be for an alchemist character being able to write these into their list of extracts because it's a completely different magical process to make a spell into an extract than it is to actually cast one. But relatively expensive spellbook. Now, as you read further into the notes, because your read magic is really giving you these the idea of what these spells do, and you come up upon a portion of the spell book or of the extract book that doesn't seem like a spell. And as you read, you realize that this is some form of elixir. I'm going to need either a knowledge religion or a craft alchemy check. Who's got that craft alchemy? I have knowledge religion I could help with. I like that when we remove a player from the game and let them sit there, they just become the live studio audience. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, my knowledge religion's good. It's at 11. Okay, so okay. I'll, I'll assist. I'll try to assist as well. Cool. I assist. What's your pet crowd? I don't assist. Okay, well, so I have that 11. Uh, plus, uh, the plus two from Eclipse is going to get me up to a 13. Uh, plus my own plus two from the die is going to get me up to a 15. With a 15, you're relatively sure that this has something to do with preserving undead, exactly how it works is completely foreign to you. But you might assume that if those chemical zombies being undead need some sort of preservation, and they're the only undead you've encountered in this factory, A equals B equals C, this is probably the elixir for the formula, or the formula for the elixir that they're using. All right, fairly open and shut here. Um, is there anything left to discover in this room? I know there's some magical armor that we haven't done any sort of spellcraft or object read or anything on. Yep, you haven't checked out the armor. There's that chalice that you haven't rolled an appraise on. I have a plus eight spellcraft and a plus ten appraise. I can do both if needed. I have the same spellcraft and a very low appraise, so I can boost both. I can boost if you want to do both. Yeah, you, you don't always roll well, so I'll, I'll do an appraise first. Appraise first. Okay. Natural 15, I, I aid. Okay, so that brings me to 29. Dope. 29 for the appraise? Yes. Are you appraising the chalice? I'll, I'll give it to you for pretty much everything, but that's not going to tell you how magical anything is. Right. So um, the, the chalice is worth 1,000 gold. Nice. Uh, the onyx within, you think to a necromancer, would be worth maybe even more. Mm. Hmm. Spellcraft. Yeah, you can spellcraft. You can um, you can object read too if you want. I'll try and spellcraft because I think that is again supposed to be faster. Yeah. Another natural 15 on the aid. Lyra also aids. So 26? Yeah, 26 is more than enough to realize that this is plus one half plate. 
All right. Now the um, the filigree would require a knowledge history. I have that. Ikmi wants that full plate. Uh, or half plate. plate. <laughs> what? I also have history at an 11. What are you at? I'm only at an 8. All right. I can try and roll. All right. I'll help you. Emphasis on try. Me too. I'll try to help. Oh, sweet. Natural 19. Yeah, we're going to fucking crush this. So I got a 16 off the die. You know that... And maybe you've studied Ustalov's history for a decent amount of time living here, especially Eclipse living here for, what, 60 years? You realize that the filigree on this is from one of the noble vampire houses of Caliphas. Wow. Vampires. Shit. Brooks, you might not want to wear that. It's fine. Are you kidding me? And that's that kind of goes with the the armor is black. Yeah. Like it is it is black in color. The filigree doesn't even stand out that much because it's just black on black. Uh, But as you kind of run your hands across it and look at it closely, you can realize what it is. Eclipse is going to reach into her pocket, uh, fumble around a little bit, and then um, go ahead and take what her hand and then uh, pull it on her neck as though she's rubbing a scent on it. As she has garlic in her pocket and has since day fucking one, <laughs> she has been keeping garlic in her pockets. Perfect. You know, the reason why Ikmer really wants that plate, or yeah, that half plate, is so that this can be a real breaking dawn. Uh, Jesus fuck. <laughs> uh, We're not doing Twilight, man. Twilight. This is going to be a whole Twilight thing, for sure. That's actually the theme of, I think, the, the writers were really interested in no one told and where us. twilight went like the direction twilight when was twilight popular do you guys know a long time ago when i was in high school so, so like, like 22 years ago <laughs> shush you yeah emily's 17 it's a murky situation they've been married for a year it's a murky situation <laughs> we just let emily drink when she's on the podcast <laughs> Uh, yeah, but 2010, 2011 is probably about right. Okay, well, this was written in 2011, guys, so... Do the math. Lots of inspiration. I mean, uh-huh. I can see why. It's a beautiful story between two just heartfelt teens and, I don't know, maybe a third. Maybe a third. Definitely three teens. Just adding a third in there. Okay. Yeah. We've digressed too far into the twilight. Okay, so... You figured out what this half plate is there are a couple other items in here in the room if you perceive around again you know that the collection of books that Vorkstag has will be worth roughly 750 gold to the University of Lepidstadt you know you could likely sell it to them there's a desk Is there a covering over the desk, or is it's a roll top out? desk? Roll top, yeah. yeah. So it's covered. Can so, I open it? Yeah. Check for traps. Uh, sure. I'll try and open make it. a perception. Sixteen. It doesn't appear to be trapped. Go ahead. It does clips. appear to be locked. But it, do- it appears to be locked. But I have Worksteg's key. You do have Worksteg's key ring, and so you fumble around for a second there and find the correct key, 
and you're able to unlock it. There are a couple things in here. You find three packets of flash powder, five pots of alchemical grease, and three potions. The potions, let me spellcraft those. Okay. I'll aid you. Sure. Same here. Certainly do. Just kidding, Lyra doesn't. That's why I rolled well. 16. What is it, 15 plus a spell level, I think? Sounds right. <laughs> Something <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> um, so you actually don't know if that's the case. Can you check it real quick? Yeah, I'm on it right now. Can I t- touch this, the potions? Griffin's making up the rules anyways. <laughs> this is whose line is it anyway? <laughs> but like, could I just touch them? Where the hit points don't matter. Clearly to you. <laughs> you could just touch them if you want to dip your finger in the potions, I guess. I guess it works the same. I'll rule it that it works the same, even though it's supposed to be objects specifically. But yeah, so I was right. 15 plus the items caster level. Okay, so we'll just keep them and try again. You can try. Tomorrow. I mean, you can do your object reading if you want. I don't really mind. All right, it's I'll put potions. my pinky in the potions. Okay, uh, you dip, dip, dip. Maybe you lick a little, get a little different taste from each of them. Sure. Uh, two of them are potions of fly. <laughs> oh, and she, she levitates a little bit when she yes. finger. <laughs> pops up for a second <laughs> and one is a potion of cure serious wounds Ooh. Oh, my. relatively valuable potion if you had not surprised Vorkstag by being here he may have had that on him mm. so it's good that we broke it and murdered everyone we tried to go in diplomatically first, and then yeah, but they we didn't broke in through the front door. I also think, from like a physical standpoint, as characters, we're significantly worse off than when we arrived. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So right. does yeah. that that does that wrap up his room? Yeah, that's that's pretty much it in his room. And is there anywhere else that we have not hit besides like the barn outside? Upstairs. Eclipses explore oh, the rooms, but there is kind of like the tower of the Kimmick Works. And we, we and weren't we grabbed given all a the, time limit by these guys who held Ickmer hostage. And we were given, or, well, we have all of the syringes now. Oh, you said for you sure. Had yeah, We've okay, had cool. those since yeah, you know, Ickmer was held hostage. Yes, you have eight syringes, which is pretty much exactly what the Kimmick zombies believed would have been on hand. Do we trust them that they're not going to kill Ikmer if we take too long? I asked that last time, and everyone was like, oh, yes, we do, because why wouldn't they just kill him right there? I do want to note that nobody made a sense motive. Yeah, that's what I was saying after we wrapped yeah. up. I was so mad. Yeah. I should have been rolling. Stupid. Ikmer's mad, too. <laughs> <laughs> Ikmer isn't conscious enough to be mad. Ikmer is usually the person who does do this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get this tower over with and then go for these guys. I don't know. We for could sure. find something else. I don't know what's going on. Take a look. Yes. Sure. You climb the tower. 
Eclipse is pleased we're going up before going all the way back down. No shit. Eclipse is just hoping somebody from this party dies. No, like. no, it's not that. It's just she doesn't. She feels like going back and forth and back and forth. It's just inefficient. It's inefficient. And I'm it's sure that's what it is. Uh-huh, that's what uh-huh. it is. <laughs> I want to assist both of that. <laughs> so you climb from Grind's room, so the room next door, into this tower room. Strange art and artifacts from distant lands fills this tower room. Another ladder rises upwards to a trapdoor in the ceiling. Can I do a knowledge about grinds? A knowledge about grind? Yeah. Keep adding an S to it. It's not grinds. Oh, yeah. Sorry. What would you like to roll? Like, what are you? (laughs) Yeah, you fought him long enough. Uh, you can roll a so knowledge local. <laughs> Nothing else. Nope. Hmm. Let me think about what happened back there. <laughs> hmm. I remember this at a capacity of 19. <laughs> yeah, that, that's enough to know what he was. He was a dark creeper. Hmm. It's a type of dark folk. Like from the Dark Lands? Yes. Wow. So That's stuff cool. like Drow came from the Dark Lands. That's the um, the version of elves that was tainted by Rovagug's magic when they went underground during Earthfall. But there are versions of other creatures that were tainted as well. The Dark Folk being kind of like the, I believe they're like the human version of what got tainted. And then they kind of split off into many different subsets. The uh, dark creepers being one of them. They're kind of the lowliest of the dark folk, and they're small. Yeah, my god uh, sometimes hangs out in the sewers of the Darklands in uh, Tienzhou. Good to know. Maybe I'll send you guys there. Okay, what's in this room? You said okay. smart. Yes, there are several um, curios and artifacts, but the things you find of note are an ebony tribal mask, a silver torch, and a mammoth tusk scrimshaw, which, as you kind of, I imagine you detect magic in this room, you would see that the scrimshaw... So written on a mammoth tusk, this like carved writing is magical. More like fartifacts. <laughs> I want Chris back. <laughs> <laughs> so could Matumbe or Lyra read magic? Yeah. What yeah. does it say? This tusk functions as a magic scroll containing the spell's bull strength. Ice Storm, and Phantom Steed. So it contains all three spells. It is, however, 20 pounds. Oh, boy. So it's heavy, but you can use it to cast any of those spells. Uh, not unlimited. It's it's just one use per, but think of it as like three scrolls on one tusk. Who would do that? I'm just curious. Who like who? Why carry around a tusk? 
don't know. If I was a necromancer, that would be a very light way of uh, convincing people that I'm still cool while keeping bone scrolls around. If you're really edgy, Brooks, I mean, you wouldn't yeah. know anything about that. But no, it, it, realistically, it's from areas that are more barren and likely don't uh, don't have the materials to create paper. Okay. So I'm, I'm pretty sure I know what Griffin's saying, but I'm again, I'm pretty sure it's from necromancers who want to make better friends uh, by having tusks rather than human bones. You would think that this <laughs> tusk is likely from the realm of the mammoth lords, it being a mammoth tusk, and that area is pretty much tundra. Doesn't have a lot of settlements that would be processing paper. And so you would imagine this is how they. Uh, a wizard or some magical caster would store spells in a scroll. Oh, okay. Would be through a scrimshaw. Like a necromancer. It could be a necromancer. <laughs> <laughs> or you could just be really dumb and not listening to me. Way. I was too. So, so it's tribal mask, though. Yes, you can roll an appraise check. Put it on your face. That's what Ikmer would do. All right, Haley. You want boosts? Sure. I know you're better at this than I am. Lyra also aids. I aid with my natural 20. Of course you roll that on yep. aid. Yep. Uh, I only got a 23. It's not bad. Yeah, that's plenty to know what this and the torch are worth. This is worth 300 gold, this ebony mask, and the torch is worth 200. It is made of silver. And Man, this piano dude's really going at it. He's going to town. <laughs> yeah. And there wasn't anything else in this room, was there? Not not of value yeah. to you. I mean, there are, like, curios, but again, it's it's mostly, as within Grind and Vorkstag's room, a lot of it is, <laughs> for lack of a better word, like, formerly living matter in jars and that kind of thing, which you would think is probably harder to sell to a collector and especially the stuff up here not worth as much as the stuff they kept in their rooms to study yeah all right uh i mean we're we are trying at least matuma is trying to do this as fast as possible i know for separate reasons eclipse is also trying to fly through all this (laughs) um but if, if we found what we came to find, uh, does the trap door look like it just exits the building through the roof or maybe another room? You, I mean, you just know that it goes upstairs. You would think, judging by the height of the factory and the fact that each, each room you're in is roughly 10 feet tall, that it might lead to the roof, but you're not sure. Eclipse will turn to the party and say... Matumbe, I know you're not great with heights, so I'll just run up here, double check that there's nothing up here, and come back down. Be careful for traps. If this leads to the outside, it could be trapped with some sort of spell like the front door was. Yeah, we really shouldn't linger much longer. We need to get back to Ikmer. Probably do have everything we need to strike a bargain with these fiends. Good point. While I'm up there, I'll just double check that there's no police coming. Good intuition. Okay, so you head up the ladder and through the trap door. Mm-hmm. Roll for initiative. Oh fuck! What? Oh no! Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Oh no! Oh no! No, you are wrong. 
I'm not wrong, actually. I run the game. That's why they call me the Game Master. And by doing so, I decide when and when not to have encounters. I'm not sure if you played Pathfinder before, Haley, but that's how this works. I just call you Griffin. <laughs> Oof, duh. All right. I rolled and everyone can go before me. That's amazing. So I got my initiative tracker here. Uh, let me just take Ikmer off of it. Hey. Make sure I remove, remove Ikmer here. Um, and then if you guys have rolled, would you tell me what you got? 17 for Lyra. Natural 19 brings me up to a 24. Ooh. Eclipse. Two. Okay. Is it dark? No, it's actually still daylight outside when you breach into the sunlight of the outside. Then two. Okay, perfect. I didn't need to roll twice. So, (laughs) you could have rolled a one. Oh, did you roll a one? That's two? Okay. Yeah. Fair. So, Matumbe... You're first in the order. I'm going to say surprise round. This little thing flies over to Eclipse to get into position. It looks... Can Matumbe see it? He cannot. He is below the trapdoor and ladder leading up. So he can't see anything besides Eclipse kind of through the trapdoor. You could almost call it an Eclipse. If she's blocking yeah. the light. Yeah. <laughs> this is eclipsing <laughs> your view of the combat that's happening upstairs. <laughs> so you don't see anything. Eclipse has not reacted. Your character doesn't know he's in initiative order. <laughs> cool. cool. Guess My what? Favorite. Um, yeah, there's something that's been bothering Matumbe for a little while now. Um, he's got an itch on the inside of his uh, his left knee, so he's gonna he's gonna take care of that. Oh, see, I thought after how Eclipse did you dirty all episode, you just kick off the ladder. <laughs> kick the ladder. Well, one, Matumbe doesn't know that, and two, he doesn't know anything wrong is going on. Sure. So next in the order is this thing. It looks like a flesh and metal creature it's red has leathery wings is small in stature no no bigger than eclipse but you can see that his bottom jaw appears to be made of iron or steel and has sharpened points it's gonna well it's gonna bite it's gonna bite at eclipse so this is against your flat-footed. But it's only a 14 total. Miss. So it bites at you, and then it's Lyra's turn. Lyra, at this point, uh, because the creature has acted, you could probably hear Eclipse kind of dodge out of the way of it. From the sounds that Hira, Lyra hears... Yeah, she's very <laughs> perceptive. They call her Hira. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Does she? Would she assume that there's an enemy, or would it just be like something fell over? It, there's just a noise. You hear a snap. It's the thing's jaw. Um, but you're not sure if 
you might think Eclipse maybe triggered a trap or something's up there or uh, it doesn't sound like like a crate falling over or any of that, if that's what you're thinking. Yeah, okay. Lyra preemptively, a little preemptively, starts performing. So she inspires courage. And she also, intermixed with the singing, yells up to Eclipse, Are you okay up there? We should really get going back to Ikmer. Okay, Eclipse, you're up. This thing is next to you. It's kind of like chittering. It's metal, uh, it's metal lower jaw kind of creaking up and down like. <laughs> hey guys, we've got an abomination up here. It's uh, looking pretty not great. I'm going to check for anything else and then I'm going to drop down. Anything else up there? Like anything else that I can see in the distance? Can I see the coppers coming? You don't see the town guard coming. You do see a very expensive looking weather vane, but that's it. You gotta stay up. We need that weather vane. Weather vane. It's so, so, so expensive. Oh boy. Yeah, no, fuck this shit. I'm gonna drop down. Okay, make Uh, an acrobatics check. Okay. Would this be considered a jump? Or an acrobat? It's an acrobatics to fall without taking the, the 10 feet of damage. Okay, so not a jump. No. <clears throat> Eight. Yep. You take four points of falling damage. Okay. That's bludgeoning if it matters. No, I just... I'm not 30 points down. Oh god! (laughs) So sad. (laughs) So pitiful. Anyways, I'll hop down, and then um, because I I've acted now, so I can still talk. Uh, Guys, I felt like there was something probably expensive up there, but honestly, at this point, I don't really want to deal with this abomination bat that can just swallow me whole. It looks like it's pretty big. It's like as big as me. The audience cries for you. Did the trap door shut when she dropped down? No. Can I just keep going, or is that my one action? That was your first move to fall, so you have another move action. So can I keep moving down and out? Yep. All right. I mean, you're down. You're on the ground in the second room, so you would need to go... Down the next trap door. Yep, down another trap door. And that's what I'll do, and I'll just run and... uh, Go you want to jump there. again? You want to jump again? You want acrobatics again? Why the fuck not? Okay, sure. Roll an acrobatics check. I feel like I'm invincible right now in case you haven't uh, noticed. <laughs> and I got a 13. <laughs> but I feel like I'm invincible because I have so much health and no one else does. Four more points of damage. That's fine. That's exactly the time to take those risks. <laughs> <laughs> We won't need the help later. <laughs> Burn right. it. Okay, that's Eclipse's turn. She is currently 10 feet from the door in Grind's room. Matumbe, you're up. Uh, Matumbe says, Lyra, I, I think you should follow Eclipse in myself. Um, and he's going to climb down. No acrobatics. 
because my acrobatics is currently sitting at a negative four. Okay, so you would make it... You would have... Ten more feet of movement from the bottom of the ladder. So you could be right up at the door of Grind's room. Atume, that wasn't very cool. As Eclipse tries to hide the fact that she is hurting her knees. <laughs> like one of her shins is shattered. <laughs> Eclipse, I think this is a... This, talking is a free action. This is a yeah, good lesson taking, in, in acting practically in times of stress. You're Remember, taking liberal use of this. It was just so cool <laughs> to Rem- jump. <laughs> You're bleeding from your knees. And remember, slow is fast. <laughs> <laughs> Eclipse's football career is over. She tore both ACLs and put it down. Alright. It's its turn. It has a fly speed. It flies down. It attacks Lyra. (laughs) Oh no, you only have five health, huh? Yep. I'm sorry for my fallen comrade. Natural 20. Ah! Oh, look in the tray. Look in the tray. I'm gonna perma-die. That's a natural 20. It is, folks. Does a 17 confirm? No, it doesn't. Okay. It does not confirm. Ha-ha. <laughs> you do you're gonna take. Have to. I'm going to be down probably no matter what. You're staggered. You but- take five points of damage. Oh, boy. Drink the down, I'll catch you. <laughs> I don't trust you. (laughs) (laughs) You're lucky because it's got a little special feature that makes its crits more deadly. But I do need you to make me a fortitude save. Especially after closing the door on Eclipse last episode. You think that she's going to catch you now. (laughs) I would do anything for my friends. Unlike Lyra. Anything except to go down and heal them, go down and get them from the enemy. <laughs> they were fine. You're really popular at this table right now, Haley. I know. I'm the fucking worst. It's great. Uh, any chance this is a charm or a fear? No. Is a poison. I'm so bad at these. A 14. Beat it by one. Yeah. Yes. Oh Which my is goodness. very important. <laughs> Very important. Oh. Um, it's Lyra's turn. You're staggered, so you can only take a move or a standard action. That's where Unless you want to start, you know, if you want to go unconscious. Can I still full withdraw so I don't get an attack of opportunity? Full round action. No. You can, like... I, I was joking a little, but at the same time, you gotta jump down a little bit. Or, yeah, but it's But if I jump down, I'll take... Provoke. I'll provoke and probably get fall damage. Maybe just... Then just climb down. You can acrobatics away from it. So if you, wanna, if you wanna roll that into your fall down save, I'll allow that. Lyra's gonna do the best jump slide down the ladder... This better be fucking cool. And Eclipse will try and catch her. Does that aid? No. (laughs) I rolled a natural 20, so that's a 21. (laughs) Okay. Emily, what does Lyra's jump look like? (laughs) 
So for a moment, it doesn't look like Lyra's actually in the air. It looks more like she's hovering in water as she kind of does like a jellyfish back. <laughs> she belly flops on the ground. <laughs> Grabs the rails, slides down the ladder, and hopefully lands on the ground. Yeah, she's not prone. She's she's good to go. Nice. Lyra may have a little bit uglier of a face from that charisma damage that she took before, but she's still pretty cool. She's still pretty cool. <laughs> oh cool doesn't depend on oh charisma. <laughs> Emily, I can't believe you just did fucking finger guns for that. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> you tried to do them under the table or low, but it, it didn't happen. Wait, you were trying Everybody to do thought. finger guns yeah, under the table? She was like, <laughs> oh right, right under the table. Lyra's just that cool. <laughs> Cool enough to do figure goods, not cool enough for other people to see him. Okay, so you're at the base of this, you're at the base of the ladder in Grind's room, staggered. And so I imagine you don't want to take your second move action. That's correct. Matumbe, you're up. Um, Matumbe delays turns after Lyra. Okay. It's its turn. It flies down. Or, yeah, sorry. It's a. I skipped uh, Eclipse. My bad. Eclipse, you would act before Matumbe, but Matumbe is delaying. What are you doing? I'm healing my girl. Can you do that? I got a potion. We still have two potions from last time. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Uh, you're not next to her, so the best you can do is... Why? Oh, yeah, yeah, you are next to her, but you still have to draw it. So you okay. can draw it, and then it's usually a full-round action to feed somebody a potion, so you can hand it to her and have her have it. So I'll draw it and hand it to her. Is that one move action? or? That's both your actions. Okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So now it's Matumbe's. I assume Matumbe is still delaying. Yep. So it flies down. It would provoke from Eclipse, who has a melee weapon out. I don't believe Lyra has a melee weapon out. She has a crossbow still. That's correct. So it does not provoke from Lyra, but it provokes from Eclipse as it lands directly next to Eclipse. <laughs> That's an 18 on the die. That'll do. Nice. Max damage. 18 damage. Dead. Wow. If anyone wants to make a posthumous knowledge check, it would be Arcana. Look how fucked up this thing is, huh, guys? Let me tell you what it is. Let's take some time to figure this out. It's not like somebody else is dying in this building. We're coming. No one you feel else like is it's dying. a lot of time, but like points. you've been dead for 20 minutes now. <laughs> 17. 30. 30. Oh, God. Damn. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is what's called a snap jaw homunculus. It's a construct, but it doesn't have the same DR as some of the other ones you fought. It has these like really strong jaws that turn its bite attack into a three times critical. So had I crit on you, that would have hurt a lot, probably. 
What? Yeah, that would have been the sound you made. I wouldn't have quite <laughs> been permadead. I don't think you would have been. Uh, it also had a poison, which you saved on by one, which frequency once per minute for 60 minutes. The effect is sleep for one minute. So you would have been stuck oh. on the... Oh, I would have died for sure. Problematic yeah. situation. Glad that wasn't uh, what? Eclipse, though, because I'm super possessed. <laughs> what poison oh, that is that? Uh, it doesn't specifically say. It just says it's a poison that oh, okay. is like innate to it, I guess. Got it. It's not like a named like black adder venom or something. I was thinking that one of them was like harvesting the venom off of this thing. That would have been cool. Ooh. You would know that these have to have been created, so they might have belonged to Vorkstag and Grind. Some sort of uh, either creature they threw up there, a creature they made to watch the trapdoor up top. Yep, likely. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, can Lyra please drink that potion? It makes me yeah. uneasy that yes. she hasn't. Oh yeah, I forgot you handed that to me. Well, she's yeah. just forgetting everything because she's staggered. She, you know. Yeah, so spacey right now. Four. Hey, you're only one worse off than you were before this fight. Stop shooting finger guns and everybody and just drink your potion. (laughs) We can see you. But did you see me jump down? That was so cool. It was impressive. I'll see you next fall. (laughs) But now it is time to find our friend. Let's go rescue the boy detective. Former friend. We don't know that yet. He's our favorite. I don't know who said that. <laughs> Bring it back. <laughs> okay. So you guys have checked out pretty much all of the Kimmick works besides the basement. So you head off of the gang planks from the vats down to the lower level to the doors that you saw the alchemical zombies enter from so you open the doors to the underground of the Kimmick works and what you find is an underground room that contains several dozen crates a few coffins lots of straw and several huge bell jars Are the zombies in here? You also see a door that leads to the south. A door is my favorite movie. So we should go through the door. You can make a perception check. Yeah, yeah, perception rules. 14. 9. 23. With a 23, you see that there's also a hidden door that heads to the east. Hey guys, there's one really obvious door, and then there's one more hidden door. Do you guys want to try the obvious door, then the hidden door, or what? Is is there any indication of where these guys might have come from or gone to? Footprints? You tracks, can make a survival check for tracks. As an inquisitor, I get a plus two to that roll. Doesn't really matter. Um, that would be a 13 total. A three. Seven. So if you add those all up, 
<laughs> you see tracks going in every which direction. There's tracks everywhere. I, I haven't been confused, so confused since that one time. And we flash back, and Matumbe is looking over this crowd. No, just fucking with you guys. <laughs> let's let's go through the obvious door just in case, and then the hidden one. I agree. Let's go through that door. Okay. Yeah. You enter on a room. The floor of this large chamber is hidden beneath the murky water, filling the room to just below the bottom of the door. Dozens of pale cadavers silently float on the ice-cold waters, bumping into each other or against the damp walls. The air is still and quiet, broken only by the sound of water lapping against the stone walls. This is like the river of Hades and Hercules where like all the souls are just like floating along. Do we see any any living beings here? You make a perception check. 20 total. 5. 27. With the 27 you see one of the bodies slightly move. It's about at the center of this pool. Does it look like Ikmer? No. Uh, but the, the pool itself is roughly 40 by 40 feet. So it's a pretty big wading pool, basically. What does it smell like? It smells faintly of decay, but it's cold in here. And you can tell that the water must be probably frigid if it's preserving these bodies. So salt water, fresh water, or formaldehyde? It doesn't smell like formaldehyde. Are the bodies missing any limbs? Or are they pretty much intact? These ones appear pretty much intact. Okay. And they all have skin on them? Yes. Okay. Let's focus back up on the moving corpse. (laughs) So as you guys are surveying the room... The corpse stands. It's no. roughly chest deep in the water. What the fuck? It appears to be... You recognize it as one of the two chemical zombies that you had encountered before. Okay. It's a good sign. My partner left me to keep watch. Where's our friend, Ikmer? Depends. Do you have what we're looking for? We have it, but we're not going to show you any of it until you show us Ikmer's still alive. All right, then. But no funny business. My associate will kill your little buddy if you don't make good on your offer. We all want to get out of this alive and free. We'll hold up our end. All right, I'll take you to him. And he would wade through and he kind of like bumps up against several of the, you're noticing, much more lifeless corpses than he is. I have so many questions. Like, is this supposed to be relaxing for him? 
Is this normal for him to float? Is that what, like, the balance of the... Like, I just don't understand this. It'd be pretty easy to disguise as a lifeless corpse among oh, other lifeless corpses. Oh, that was his game corpses. plan. Okay. Yeah. Dumbass was moving. I was just so <laughs> confused why, like, he'd just be floating in the water. You got a 27 perception, so... Gotcha. It's because I'm very perception-based. Eclipse is just like... Why are you moving? You're not a corpse. <laughs> That's where Eclipse is just confused. I'm really confused what your game plan was here. Everybody else is like, it looks like a uh, body of water filled with corpses to me. I'm like, is this relaxing for you? Like, is this how you enjoy your time? Yeah, okay. We're good. We're good. We're so going to follow him. He walks up to you guys and he leads you through the hidden door. I mean, we knew that was there. Yeah, actually, I saw that, too. I saw you floating in the water, and I saw this hidden door. I just, I don't know, thought maybe you guys weren't going through something hidden. Yeah, so the door doesn't budge until he peels the skin back on his pointer finger, and you can see that it's the bone is carved. Oh, a skeleton key. Precisely. Episode title. (laughs) (laughs) And he sticks his finger into the door, turns it, and the door unlocks. That's pretty Within, you see that this room contains grisly things in jars, two complete skeletons of monstrous creatures, a coffin, a handcart, the second chemical zombie. An Ikmer laid on a slab in the room. Is he breathing? You're relatively far away. He's in the back of the room. You could make a perception check. 14. 8. 25. Eclipse, you think you see a faint breath, but you're not entirely sure. If he's breathing, it's not healthy breaths he's taking. Time to sell it, Emily. What you got? Should I roll my pers- or my uh, diplomacy first? What are you saying? Yeah, because do you, I? I guess I don't know if I don't. I Eclipse probably has not totally been able to fully relay to you guys that he's breathing. It's just based on your own perception check right now. Because I don't know how I could relay that to you without being like, yo guys, he's fine. True, true. Lyra stands up as tall as she can and tries to make herself look a little bit larger. She says, our friend doesn't look so good. Can we go make sure he's still alive? Not before we get what's owed. He takes a step closer to Ikmer. You can tell in a threatening manner. Let's not get too hasty here. The agreement was our friend alive for your elixir. And he's alive. We haven't done anything to him since he left. Sense motive? Sure. 17? You have no reason to doubt him. All right. Lyra will motion... Lyra motions to Eclipse, who I believe has the 
uh, syringes. Yeah. And Lyra says, We looked high and low, and we found your syringes. They were very well hidden. Step back away from our friend. And she'll motion to Eclipse to, like, pull them out. And we'll hand off what you want. You hand them to my associate behind you, and I'll step away. Fair? Should we do more of a, like, I walk up? Yeah. Yeah, one at a time. I'll give you one. We'll give you one. And we'll give your associate one. And then you can take a step back, and we'll give you another until you have all the elixir and you're very far away from our friend. This room's only like 15 feet wide. I don't know. I mean, I guess I could I could take a 15 steps. That's fine. Then get creative. <laughs> that works for us. All right. So you hand the elixir to his friend then? One of them. Yep. So you hand one elixir over. He takes one step back. And we'd hand another one over. Yep. He continues. If you continue handing them over, he would back up to the far wall. Lyra would, I guess, grab the... We probably want to use the Cure Sirius. Definitely. Uh, grab grab the Cure Sirius, and she walks over to Ikmer on the slab. All right. Is that 3d8? Yep. 3d8 plus 3, I believe, for this Sirius. Sounds right. Only 12 points of healing. So he's staggered at zero. Oh, listeners, you may have thought he was at uh, negative 14, but in fact, he has not been calculating his DR. <laughs> yeah, so, that was just for that one hit. Yeah, we had to reckon yeah, that a little bit. It was just that one hit. But yeah. So, uh... I, I, Eclipse has a cure light potion, too, that okay. she would use. Ikma, don't move. You're very hurt. So I will rule that. And you said these are plus three? No, these aren't special. The ones that were in the on Vorkstag were special. Oh, just the ones? Okay, the ones in crates weren't. Okay, so that's eight healing. Wow. And that's all of our healing. Oh, man. He opens his eyes and clearly in a very different spot than he was and is is definitely shaken, looks around very very confused as far as where he is is comforted by the sights of all of his only friends in the whole world and uh, is very curious as to why we aren't attacking these uh, creatures outright. So, so Matumbe is over Ikmer and kind of in a in a reverse of where we left off last episode where Ikmer was over Matumbe's unconscious body. We're, we're flip-flopping that now and, and Matumbe's kind of got his hands on his chest. He says, Ikmer, Ikmer, please, please be careful here. After you went down, uh, Eclipse and Lear were able to talk down these these chemical zombies we've struck a deal with them for your life do not do not be frightened my friend 
Oh, thank you so so much for this. Uh, You know I really love you guys, but I mean, this this overall seems well. I deal with these people for the wrong reasons. I just hope we're doing the right thing, you know. Of course, Ikmer. You're part of our school. We're much stronger together. So, you got what you were after. We got what we were after. We'll be out of your hair. There is one more thing we'd like to talk about. Liam, what's that? Can we move to that main entryway room, though? There's a little more space there for all of us. Alright, if you're playing a trick on us, we'll just put him down on his ass again. No, no tricks. We have something else you were looking for. You wanted the... Formula. Thank you. I kept thinking of equation. The equation. It's like, that's not right. (laughs) Yes, he does indeed equal MC squared. (laughs) You wanted the formula for that elixir, right? More than anything. Would you be willing to speak in a trial against Vorkstag and Grine? Well, they did hold us captive here. You see, we're not the, the way we are right now by any kind of choice we made. We used to be monks of a high temple. We were drugged and transformed into into what you see before you. That's such a horrible thing that they did to you. We want to make sure that they're brought to justice. We'll give you the formula after you speak at the trial. I don't understand how. How are we supposed to... Speaking of trial, (laughs) we're no longer human. Who's going to listen to us? You're still a sentient creature, and we could put you in a zone of truth if you're willing. Would the man with the spiral there even be willing to work with such as us, creatures as we are? We understand we're abominations, but lest we be judged in the afterlife for what we've become, we'd prefer to stay on this plane and remain and continue living if we can, as long as we can, to seek justice. In, in my opinion, in my faith, you are not judged by who you are but what you do and what you make of what you are you didn't have a choice here you are not disrupting the balance of life or uh, robbing someone of their freedoms or their choice to live especially if you commit to serving the true purposes of life and death I don't see a moral quandary here I understand you may be hesitant of 
my support, but know that if you do not persecute others, what what choice do I have but to not persecute you? All right. Whoever is highest at this point, given all the damage and drain and everything, may make a diplomacy check between Matumbe and Lyra and the other one. Will aid. You will receive a plus four on this roll for what you've said. You've taken some damage and drain, but you got to be higher than I am. Plus ten. Plus four. Okay. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. So you can still aid Matumbe. Cool. I can. I'd like to aid. You didn't say anything, so uh, if you want to say something. Well, I know, I know, I've done some things in the past, but you have to, you have to keep hope for the future. There, there's a lot ahead, and a lot of, a lot of the times you can have, well, things can look bad, but. You can change you can change things if you have hope. Also, a lot of people just want someone to blame. And if you go on the stand, you're giving them someone to blame. And that's what they're looking for anyways. We best not have them blame us. I We'd rather slink would. away than have this town of superstitious fanatics and mobs stalk us until we're destroyed. But if we put you under zone of truth and we had someone outside of the four of us potentially help out to verify that that's happening, I don't know if they have any right to excuse that. Make a knowledge religion. Okay, I was gonna. I was trying to help with diplomacy. Well, let's see. Okay, you can help with the diplomacy, but after this, make a knowledge religion. Okay. So, so after the diplomacy roll, I, I help. I aid. I don't. I do. I rolled really bad. But it's still 22. Okay. All right. We'll do it under under the condition that you, you give us the formula. You grant us our freedom. You let us pass. You help us get away because there's no way this town's going to allow what we are to survive outside of the Outside of the jailhouse, they'll hunt us down. They'll destroy us. You have my word. I'll help you as much as I can to be as free as the ocean currents. It's a big town, though. I can't promise you that I can get you out safely, but I'll do whatever I can. Our second condition. You gotta find... A passable disguise for us. If we're going to appear in court, we want to appear like we're living. Nobody's going to trust. Nobody's going to trust two walking corpses. Found a lot of skins upstairs. I don't know if those are how that works. It's not. Okay. Because he's a certain type of fae, he can put them on. Oh, okay. Fair. Yeah. Oh, you guys uh, brought me some faces to put on? No, not yet. We'll talk later. Don't worry. <laughs> Trust me, I have Hibber a begins scene. putting I the lotion yeah. on. We'll do our best to find some disguises for you. 
Maybe a cloak and mask. Or a big hat. I'm keeping this hat. We could maybe get a hat of disguise. All right. If those conditions are met, we'll... We'll do what we can. We'll come to court. If you keep up your end of the bargain. We trust you so far. I hope you see us as men of our word. And men out of acting out of necessity here. I know we aren't talking under the best terms. But so far things are going well. If we each give each other a little bit more trust. We can make sure that the guilty party is put to justice. And everyone who is innocent walks free. Speaking of walking free. You may not have seen it. The grind sent one of those little homunculi he had. Likely to the town guard after Esavork's egg. And it's combat with you. We're willing to speak on your behalf. We should get our story straight then. Well, it seems... You wanted information and were attacked. Am I wrong? That's how I remember it as well. I feel like you got a bomb to the face before you even got a right for conversation. Is that right? Does that sound right to everybody else? Oh. Oh. Ikmer is looking around and is very hesitant to say anything in the sense of... Uh, just lying outright like this. Well, when you think about it, we lo- we rolled low enough initiative that we actually did all take a bomb to the face before talking. Yeah, this isn't a metagame conversation. I'm trying to, <laughs> to roleplay with you for a moment. But whatever, sure. <laughs> Ikmer, look down that hallway there. There's a big pile of bodies floating in the water. I actually think Ikmer's lawful good, right? Yeah. So I feel like Ikmer's going to feel a little bit better about lying because for the first time outside of corruption on this podcast, I am forcing an alignment shift. Now that Ikmer is conscious, you are now neutral good. Okay. Because... You were willing to break the law and enter this place and murder these people in order to save your friend, the beast. To me, that is not a lawful act. And I think Ikmer has done enough of this throughout this campaign now where he should no longer be considered lawful. Okay. I like it. I love it. In fact, I love it. Love it. So our story's right. Then you were attacked. Yeah. He sicked a dog on you. He threw bombs at you. We got the scorch marks to prove it. These people were evil. We've found quite a bit of incriminating evidence here. It won't be a hard truth to sell. Oh, trust me. They ruined our lives. We're more than happy. As long as you grant us our freedom to help you out. But I do need one final thing. I need you all to finish your drinks. Because we'll see you next week. 
Uh, I already finished my awful drink, but I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs>